Hello, I'm Don Mockholtz, and you're listening to Looking Up with Don. This is the Looking Up with Don podcast, episode number 128, for the week of June 15th, 2022. The related website for this podcast is donmacholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z.com. Two H's. What's up in the sky this week? As our week begins on Wednesday, June 15th, the moon will be 99% full, rising about an hour after sunset, and it will be up for the rest of the night. By next Tuesday, June 21st, the moon will be about 50% full near third quarter and rising after midnight. The moon will pass just south of the planet Saturn on Saturday, June 18th, and south of Jupiter on Tuesday, June 21st. A few things. The full moon on June 14th was very far south and you may have noticed how far south it was when it rose. Second, Saturn now rises well before midnight. So when you are out this week, take a look at Saturn. It is still two months away from opposition on August 14th. This week and next week is a good time to get out in the morning just before dawn and see those planets. The bright major planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, are all visible in order. The moon will be in the morning sky after June 14th, so you can see the moon too. And to make your list complete, look at the Earth, a a tree or mountain or something like that. Here is an exercise I did a couple of years ago. We can do it again this week and next and that is to see all the planets in order. Then, just to show ourselves how good we are, look at them again in reverse order, and use the same telescope to see all of them. This is something like a planet marathon. If we go in direct order, then we have to start with Mercury, and you have to wait until it rises. By then, dawn is approaching and the sky will be beginning to brighten. So, find Mercury and look at that. Then on to Venus, look at something on Earth, then our moon. Next is Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Now for these last two planets, you definitely need a telescope. And you can use my finder chart, Podcast 128, Map 3. After you see Neptune, head back down the line. Uranus, Saturn, Jupiter, and so on. When you find Mercury again, you have run the full circuit. It should take about 10 minutes. Tuesday, June 21st, is the first day of summer, also known as a summer solstice. The sun reaches its furthest point north, 23 and a half degrees north of the equator. 
For those in the northern hemisphere, the sun rises north of due east, hangs out in the sky for more than 12 hours, then sets in the west-northwest part of the sky. North of 67 degrees north latitude, the sun never sets this week. In the southern hemisphere, the sun is in the sky for less than 12 hours. South of 67 degrees south, the sun will not be up all this week. But it doesn't last forever. In a few weeks, the sun will return. The sun is also at six hours of right ascension, which is the longitude reading of the sky. With the sun north of the constellation Orion, you will not see Orion this month. It rises and sets with the sun. That will change in a couple of months as Orion will appear in our morning pre-dawn sky. For the next six months, the sun will be moving southward, slowly at first, then it picks up speed, moving fastest in late September. Will you be able to see the International Space Station this week, which for our purposes begins Wednesday, June 15th through Tuesday, June 21st? It depends upon where you are located. This week we have five zones. All you need to know is your latitude. North of 30 degrees north, you will not see the ISS this week. That's, that's probably half my listeners, no ISS. From 5 degrees south to 30 degrees north, it will be in your morning sky for at least part of the week. Now, the next area will see it in both their morning and evening sky for at least part of the week, and that's between 5 and 30 degrees south. Between 30 and 35 degrees south, the ISS will be in your evening sky for the whole week. And south of 35 degrees south, the International Space Station will be in your evening sky for at least part of the week. To determine where it will be in your sky, go to the website heavens-above.com and enter your location, then click on ISS. One, one comet is easily visible this week, and that is Comet C-2017 K2 Pan-STARRS. It will be closest to the sun in six months, at 1.8 astronomical units, about as close to the sun as Mars gets. It was expected this would be a binocular object at that time, but this comet has been underperforming. It's presently magnitude 9 and in the constellation Ophiuchus in the sky for the whole night. In the northern hemisphere, we can continue to watch it into mid to late September when we will lose it in the southern evening sky. It is labeled on Podcast 128, Maps 1 and 2. For a more detailed map, go to the heavens-above.com website and click on Comets. This week, we're going to track down three more galaxies in the Virgo region of the sky. They are M49, M61 and M104. A few weeks ago, 
in podcast 124 and 125, we looked at the other Messe objects in this area. All three of the ones we'll see this week are on the finder chart you can find at my website, podcast 128, map 4. They can be seen in binoculars under good conditions, but a telescope brings out much more. We begin with M49. It's a large elliptical galaxy. It's fairly bright, magnitude 8.6, and it's four arc minutes in size. M49 is the brightest of the Messe objects in this area. This galaxy has about 6,000 globular clusters around the edges and probably has a huge black hole in the center. It is about 55 million light years away. This galaxy has been home to only one known supernova in 1960. M49 was recorded by Charles Messier on February 19, 1771. On this night, February 19, 1771, Messier observed M46, 47, 48, and this one, M49. It had been two years since he had observed and cataloged the previous object, M45, and it would be another year before he would catalog his next object, M50. Our next object is M61, a spiral galaxy magnitude 9.0 and 5 arc minutes in diameter. It is seen almost face-on, and in a large telescope under good conditions, this is a very interesting sight. The two arms spiral out and away from the center. M61 has been home to many supernova over the years. Our last object tonight is M104, also known as the Sombrero Galaxy. The previous galaxy we saw was face-on. This one is nearly edge-on. It is magnitude 8.8, .8 and it measures 7 by 4 arc minutes in size. It sits about 65 million light-years away, and it's moving away from us at 600 miles per second. A dark dust band along the equator of the galaxy runs in front of the center hub of the galaxy, and it seems to give it the appearance of a sombrero hat. Quite often when I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm by myself. To recap the podcast, what's up this coming week? See those planets in the morning sky and those galaxies in the evening sky and Saturn in between. You have been listening to Looking Up with Don, podcast episode number 128 for June 15, 2022. I'm Don Mockholtz. Once again, the related website for this podcast is donmockholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z dot com. Two H's. You can contact me at dontheastronomer at gmail.com. Once again, that is dontheastronomer at gmail.com. 
God willing and pod willing. I'll be back next week for another episode of Looking Up with Don. We will look at more objects in the evening sky, and I'll tell the story about my sixth comet discovery in 1992. All that and more. Thank you for listening. See the sky this week. I'll see you next week.